0: Good afternoon, good evening, welcome to my instant reaction to the Niners practice that ended four hours ago. I'm instantly giving you my reaction. I gave you instant analysis, walking off the field. Then I think about it, marinate on it a little bit, you know what I'm saying, baste it a little bit. Saute it in my mind, come back and talk about it again. So now I'm here for the next half hour, going by myself, because I like to talk to myself. I was gonna do it with Ryan, but then he's busy till later. He did a show just now with Jesse. I'll do a show with Ryan later. Jesse's at my house. Never met him before. Work, do a show with him for years. Tall guy. I was thinking he might be. I thought he might be t- tall. That's his uh thing. His uh speaker. Anyway, he's upstairs. If you saw his show, it was in here. Grant, see me in my office, Kyle Shanahan. I got worse for you, Kyle. I'm gonna be talking about you a lot today, Kyle. Sorry, don't take it, take it personal. So um, here's my approach, day four. I don't really have that much to talk about. It was like, everyone's watching the quarterback competition. Everyone's counting the throws. It feels kind of redundant to be like, you know, who cares the completion percentage? Everyone will have that number. Everyone will know. I'm trying to look for something different. And I don't know what possessed me today. I don't know what it was. But something, something told me. Watch for reactions. You know what I mean? Don't just watch the play, see who threw it, see who caught it, see who was in coverage, and immediately write it down. Keep watching. Watch Kyle. Watch the receiver. Get some reactions. Because that will tell more of the story than any completion percentage from, from practice. So I was, I was on the lookout. My antenna were up. My spider senses were tingling. After every play, I told myself, watch Kyle, watch Kyle, watch Kyle. I've been watching this guy for seven off seasons. So sometimes I take it for granted. All right? So anyway, I was looking for reactions. will talk about that a little later. What I saw. Well, the big one was watching Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes is so stares at the player. He talks to players between reps, between periods. He's coaching all the time. He's a defensive coordinator, but he's also a coach. He's also a position coach. Kyle never coaches. He doesn't coach anyone. He calls plays, he shoots the breeze, he talks to John, he talks to Debo, he throws the ball around. He doesn't coach anyone. And when Trey looks to him for something, anything, a coaching point, an encouraging glance, Kyle just looks away like, "Sorry, man, I don't do that." It's not my job. So that was very interesting. That was the prism through which I was looking at today's practice. Was Kyle so mad at other reporter? uh, Why was Kyle so mad at the other reporter? That guy? I mean, the question was like, um, why are you giving uh, too many reps to Brandon Allen? And Kyle was like, you think I'm giving too many reps to Brandon Allen? (laughs) Which is like a fair answer. Like, um, are you the coach? I don't know. David Baker says, how did the O-line and D-line look? I know there were no pads, but I'm just curious. Drake Jackson keeps making plays. Setting the edge, stopping runs, making plays in coverage. Um, that's about it. Grant, does Coach have his own channel? Not yet. He's slacking on that. He's supposed to have one now. I told him, you want to have one ready for training camp, and he said, yeah. He's going to have one soon. All right, so the big takeaway from today is Sam Darnold won the quarterback competition. Brock didn't play. Trey was four of seven. Darnold was seven of nine. Um, yeah, I mean, Darnold definitely won the quarterback competition. And I heard Eric Crocker, big respect to Eric Crocker, shout out Eric Crocker, played in the league, Uh, has worked with me in the past, said that if you didn't know better, you would have thought Sam Darnold was Aaron Rodgers, which I understand why he would say that because, I mean, seven for nine. But the way I saw it was I didn't see a different Sam Darnold. I felt like what I saw was a guy throwing to Brandon Ayuk a lot. I thought it's not that Sam Darnold looked like Aaron Rodgers, although all respect to Croc, It's that Brandon Ayuk looked like Jerry Rice. He's going up against Diamandor, Lenore, and Ambry Thomas. They can't guard him. So he's always open. And for whatever reason, Darnold gets to throw to him a lot. You know, Kyle Shanahan, the way the offense works is when all the pre-snap motion is supposed to reveal whether it's man or zone coverage. And then once you do a little bit of work, you're supposed to know if it's man or zone, if the middle field is open or closed, the ball's supposed to go to a certain place. Kyle wants you to throw it a certain place. And um, so he's calling these passes with a, a certain receiver in mind. So for Darnold, he called Ayuk over and over and over again, which seems like a really easy way to make a quarterback look good right now. Let him throw to Brandon Ayuk, the guy who catches freaking everything and then... Gets open, catches even poorly thrown passes, and then makes plays after. He's great at everything a wide receiver has to do, not just part of the things a wide receiver has to do, like Debo. So that's the context I wanted to give Darnold. Yeah, he played well. He had a nice touchdown in the red zone where it wasn't there, and he rolled to his right and found Ayuk. I mean, he was just looking for Ayuk all day. He's no dummy. It just would have been nice if Trey Lance could have had the same opportunity. And I think it's strange that he didn't, because if you really want to have a quarterback competition, all that stuff, and it's fair, it's determined something, then it it has to be equal. Who they're throwing to, who they're going against, the plays they're running. But it's not. Which tells me that this quarterback competition is a total farce. It's a distraction. There are other things, more important things. It's a backup quarterback competition from Kyle's perspective. Brock Purdy's the starter. And this is just a, a big dog and pony show to get the reporters to not talk about what really matters, like Nick Bosa's extension. How about that? We all assume Nick Bosa is going to get his extension tonight or tomorrow morning. What if he doesn't? What if this drags on for a long time? We'll talk about that later. But this is what not, this is what Kyle wants. Have us focused on a backup quarterback competition. Um, and we are. Because one of the guys in it is Trey Lance. I just think it's interesting that the two guys who got to throw to Brandon Ayuk today were Sam Darnold and Brandon Allen. Not Trey Lance. Make of that what you will. Khalil Kemp says, is it just me or does it feel like Sam Darnold is getting the Mike McGlinchey training camp treatment, i.e. favorable matchups, in front of the media? Yeah, it's like they really want Mike to look good and they really want Trey to not look good. Nathan says, Mike, Sam, Nathan Flores says, Brandon Allen getting equal reps with Trey is ridiculous, Kyle. And can Trey have CMC in the backfield, Kyle? No, you're not allowed to. Uh, Kaplow ENT says, if both quarterback are not playing with the same personnel, it's not a quarterback competition, it's sabotage. I would have to agree with that. Now let's talk about this quarterback competition slash sabotage. So, as I pointed out, while Trey Lance and Sam Darnold are splitting reps with the first team today when Brock isn't playing or splitting reps with the second team when Brock does play, the reps aren't the same because Darnold is getting to throw to starters, Debo, Ayuk, Jawan Jennings, while Lance is mostly throwing to backups, Chris Conley. Tay Martin, Braden Willis, and that's very interesting because I feel like the untrayed eye wouldn't make wouldn't even notice it. Most reporters aren't going to talk about that. They're going to say, "Hey, both guys are getting second team reps. Both guys are splitting the reps." Darnold's numbers were these. Trey's numbers were these. Darnold's better, but I think it matters who you're throwing to. Here's a, here's a stat: through four days, through four days of camp, Trey Lance has thrown to Brandon Ayuk one time one time and he completed the pass and it was on day one. Remember day one of camp, Trey Lance was five of six. He was throwing to Jennings, he was throwing to Debo, he was throwing to Iuk, he was five of six. Ever since then he's been buried and he's been throwing two backups, while Brandon Allen had a touchdown pass to Brandon Ayuk today. Like Kyle Shanahan said, Brandon, go run a route with the third stringers because Brandon Allen needs a good uh, look. We need to get Brandon Allen a good look. So, Brandon, you go run another route. Go tax your body a little bit more for Brandon Allen, but not for Trey. And we're not supposed to notice that. I think that's kind of fishy. Here's my interpretation. I have a feeling that Trey Lance, I don't know. I don't think he wants to be here. Right, he was third pick in the draft. He had options. He could have gone anywhere. He ended up here, and they've buried him now, and they've moved on, and they want him to be okay being a backup. I think he'd like to leave. I think he's probably unhappy. He may have even requested a trade at some point. They're not going to trade him because they know they can't keep a quarterback healthy for more than a month and a half, so they're sticking with him as a backup. In the meantime, it feels like they're punishing him. Oh, you don't want to be here? Well, you have to be here, and we'll let you compete but it's a backup quarterback competition and we're going to stack the deck against you because while you're throwing to Tay Martin and Chris Conley, Sam Darnold's going to be throwing to Debo Samuel, and Brandon IU. So why don't you just shut up and play football? That's the way I look at it. I feel like Brandon Allen, happy to be here. Brock Purdy, last pick in the draft, happy to be here. Sam Darnold, third team in his career, washing out of the league, grateful to be here. Is Trey Lance grateful to be here? Absolutely not. I'm sure he would love to get moved. I'm sure he would love to get traded months ago. And you know what? They're not going to do him a solid. They're going to bust his chops at best. Humiliate him at worst. Hey, uh, Trey, you got any more requests? You got any more requests? Because I'm all ears. I'm, I'm receptive. What do you want? What can we do for you, Trey? Oh, you want to get traded? How about we bury you on the depth chart, give, you, give Brandon Allen better reps than you, and you can spend all offseason throwing the guys who won't make the team. How's that sound? That's what we're watching right now. Hard to take it seriously. I do feel bad for Trey. I think he's getting sabotaged. What, all because he's not grateful to be part of the 49ers? Why should he be grateful? Josh Wyatt says, how does the right side pass protection look? Are these really completions by Darnold or regular season sacks? Pads go on tomorrow, Joshua. Pads go on tomorrow. Bear with us. Let's not jump to conclusions about trench play before the pads go on. Pads go on tomorrow. One-on-ones are going to start. I will give you in-depth detailed analysis about these trench players. Francisco says maybe it's Trey's turn on first team reps tomorrow. Uh no, Brock's back. Didn't Kumar says I think they are preparing to trade Darnold at this point because it's like they are going out of their way to make Darnold look good with Ayuk. LOL. They're not trading anyone, man. They know they can't get quarterbacks. They can't keep quarterbacks healthy. They know their offensive line is worse than last year. They are holding Trey hostage and rubbing it in his face. Knee says honestly, it's probably better for Trey since when he's into preseason games, he's not going to be in with Debo and Ayuk. Better for Trey. If I were Trey, I wouldn't feel that way. What do you think about AJ Parker? He was the guy that Brandon and kept beating when Sam Darnold was throwing the ball. It seemed like the Niners really wanted Darnold to look good today and are sort of going out of the way to make Trey look bad. Maxime LaFlame says destroying Trey's confidence to flip Brandon Allen for a seventh round pick is 40 chess. Well, that's why everyone says Kyle's so smart because he just sees 18 moves ahead. Last time I did a live stream after day three of camp, I was really hard on Trey. I said he looked like Mike McGlinchey. He seemed like he has fake confidence. One bad thing happens and he goes in the tank. He needs to believe in himself. He needs to be as big as advocate. He can't have like a hang dog. Woe is me. Look at press conferences. He's got to do better. Duh, 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 duh. I've been thinking a lot about that. A lot of that's true. But at the same time, I do feel for him. I feel like his demeanor is understandable. Because for whatever reason, they've put him in a position where nothing he does is good enough. And I don't think they're explaining it to him. Like again, let's go back to the beginning. The Niners made him feel real special when they brought him to the team, right? They didn't sign him for like a one year, three million dollar deal. They didn't trade a second round pick for him, like they did with Jimmy. They didn't sign him for a one year, three million dollar deal like they did with Darnold. They didn't, they didn't draft him with the last pick like they did with Brock. They traded three, they traded the farm for him three years worth of first round picks. They gave up a package that you would really only give up for like Deshaun Watson. That's how special they made Trey feel. And it wasn't just anyone. It was Kyle Shanahan the 49ers. Offensive genius Kyle Shanahan saying, I like Trey this much. I have a quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo who wins 70% of his games and I want Trey way more. And Trey, the third pick in the draft, probably thought, man, this is just the greatest. My life is just the greatest. I got the best team and the best coach and they believe in me. And this is all going to work out. And he goes into the first year. And he, they're, Kyle's like, you know what? We're not going to play you right away. And Kyle's like, and Trey's like, fine. It's fine. It's okay. You know? Patrick Mahomes said a year. Hey, nothing wrong with that. And he's feels a little weird. Feels a little weird, but he's but he's cool. Year two. Get rid of Jimmy at first. Give him the team. Kyle says, we believe in him. We believe in him. This is why we're giving him the team. Trey must feel really good. Hey, They're delivering on all the lofty promises they made at the beginning of the relationship. It's like, yeah, they were taking me out to roost Chris and spending a heck of money on me, and and now they're putting a ring on my finger. And it's and he told the truth, and Kyle meant it, and he loves me, he really loves me. It's the greatest feeling ever to have this coach, who's so respected, think I'm, i didn't even want Mahomes, but he wants me. He Mahomes fell to him. And he was like, no, I'm not even going to this pro day. I want Trey in three years. Four years. And then I break my leg running the ball. One of those things is football. And I rehab, and I'm diligent, and I go to the meetings, and I'm a good teammate, and I shake hands and high-five Brock. I do everything right. And all I ask for is a competition. I don't even ask for the job back, which was my job. I don't even ask for it back. I just want an opportunity to compete. And all of a sudden, Kyle Shanahan, who loved me so much, who was so nice, so warm, gave me so many gifts, just goes cold. So suddenly, I don't. he doesn't text me in the morning or at night. Doesn't call me at all. All of a sudden, haven't heard from him in a few days. And I call him up like, Kyle, what's up? We used to talk all the time. And he's like, nothing's wrong. We're good. Doesn't sound like nothing's wrong. It seems like something's way different. No, no, we're good. And so you hang up and you're like, that was awkward. And then you read in the paper that Kyle's flirting with Sam Darnold, canoodling, <laughs> talking about Sam Darnold's the next Steve Young. He doesn't say that about me anymore. He used to say all kinds of stuff about me. Like, oh, okay, well, I'm just because I'm sitting Trey Lance, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers Rogers sat, Pat Mahomes sat. What? So and so Trey's over there feeling like his whole world changed. Like all of a sudden, Kyle doesn't like him anymore. That Kyle likes Donald more than him. That Kyle, Kyle likes Brandon Allen more than him. And he's trying to think, what did I do? What did I do? Am I a bad cook? Does he like, does he like my, my cooking? Does my breath stink? Do I have halitosis? Do I talk too much? And it's nothing. It's really nothing that Trey did. But he must be thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and not figuring it out. And so he's constantly looking for Kyle's approval. Kyle, was that good? Was that good? And the answer is no. I like Sam Darnold now. And that must be a trip too because Sam Darnold sucks. Like he's been around forever. Everyone knows Sam Darnold sucks. Like you like him better than me? Sam? Like how does that not kill your confidence right there? I break I break my leg and you're cheating on me with Sam Darnold? Couldn't you cheat on me with someone good? Like that hurts the most. Darnold and Brandon Allen on the side. Damn. That's got to hurt. So from Trey's perspective, he doesn't want to be there. He's forced to be there. And all the while, like Kyle's trotting his like side quarterbacks right in his face, being like, hey, man, you thought I didn't like you before. Wait till you see what I say about Brandon Allen after today's practice. Why do you do that to a quarterback? If you don't like him anymore, break up with him. I don't get it. Why do you have to ruin Trey Lance's confidence and keep him around? Let someone else give it a shot with Trey Lance. That's so, the, the, the really weird thing. So when I when I see Trey Lance being so unhappy, remember after his, he was like, yeah, man, I'm super happy. I'm super excited to be here. Like I've never seen someone less super excited to say he's super excited. I'm thinking he's probably like, man, this is the most toxic environment. Nothing I do is good enough. I don't understand why Kyle doesn't like me anymore. He used to like me, doesn't like me. There's nothing I can do. He likes all these terrible quarterbacks, but not me. Can I please leave? And then he won't let me go. So he clearly wants something something from me, but I don't know what it is. And he won't say it. We can't communicate. And I hate, I'm now in therapy. And he is in therapy. So Yeah. Kyle Shanahan has a bad relationship with quarterbacks. I feel like he does this to all his quarterbacks. Like Jimmy, if Jimmy was somebody like, yeah, Trey, I tried to tell you. This is how it goes. He's nice to you at first. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, you didn't run the play the right way. You didn't read the defense the right way. And then you you lose one game, and it's your fault. You get hurt one time, and you're a malinger. Jimmy, RG3. How many quarterbacks would join this club? I don't know. I feel for Trey. I feel like I keep saying he needs an opportunity. He's never going to get an opportunity here. Not a fair one. He's never going to work out on the 49ers. I feel pretty confident about that. I think he could work out somewhere else. I think he needs to leave the 49ers. I think he knows it. I think he needs to leave this team. For whatever, I'm not saying it's a toxic culture. But it's a very specific culture, and it's not good for him. I don't know if it's good for, I don't know who it is good for. But uh, it's a very much nothing you do is good enough culture unless you get invited to Cabo. There's seven people who are good enough. Everyone else is just relentlessly criticized, including Brandon Ayuk, until maybe recently. And now Trey has to listen to Sam Darnold and Brandon Allen get praised while he's buried. Yeah, that would upset me too. He's 23 years old. Talk about a mind fuck. He didn't ask to be here. Brandon Allen has to be here. Sam Darnold has to be here. Brock Purdy's grateful to be here. Trey didn't ask to be here. Trey would probably like to leave. I feel bad for him. He needs a hug. He's like goodwill hunting. I wonder if he has ther- therapy sessions like goodwill hunting had with Robin Williams where the therapist is just like, Trey, Trey, look at me. Look at me. It's not your fault. No, no, no. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not his fault. Trey, it's not your fault. You're 23 years old. You're going to get a chance at another team eventually. Think about that. But, man, how many young quarterbacks is Kyle Shanahan going to ruin Because they don't worship him or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's Trey Lance's demeanor. Let's see what people have to say. Destroying Trey's confidence, yep. How long does Kyle think this window is going to stay open with his charades? We are going to lose out on our opportunity again, says Kaplow ENT. I don't know. I don't know, but he's got charades for days. On hood, says T-Moss. On hood. As simple as that. Francisco Escamilla says, is Trey being hostage, uh, held hostage by uh, KS or John Lynch is doing? I don't know. It feels like Kyle. Ricky Evans says, Iggy G, I love your authentic and accurate reporting. Niners have clearly put Trey in the doghouse. Trey, Trey and give him a fair chance to compete. Yeah, but why won't they do that either, right? Because one, they can't keep their quarterbacks healthy, and two, then Kyle Shanahan really has to Hear all the noise about worst trade ever, worst trade ever. And then it gets even worse if Trey Lance plays somewhere else and succeeds. Which team would actually pick up Trey? Which team would actually pick up Trey? I don't know. I think there would be a lot of teams that would actually pick up Trey if he released. Khalil Kemp says, love Trey and was a big fan of him going third overall in 21. But that was then. This is now. Whether he's getting a raw deal or not, he's got to fight back. As a certain Bay Area beat writer once said, fight back. Yeah. I just feel like it's such an obviously unfair fight when he's throwing to Chris Conley and Darnold's throwing to Ayuk. Like, okay, good luck. And, and then you got people saying that Darnold looked like Aaron Rodgers. Well, okay, yeah. Yeah, because he had Ayuk. My opinion. My opinion. Jared Carlin says, Trey's favorite vacation this year was Cabo. Did Kyle invite him? Didn't he go to um, Hawaii? Sean says, you think Kyle Shain is retaliating against Trey Lance for his public workouts? Trey Lance should request a trade publicly to force him to commit to their plan. I don't know why he's uh, retaliating against Trey Lance, but it feels like trying to put Trey Lance in his place. Did Trey Lance request a trade? I don't know, but it feels something like that. Wave 9 says, well said, Grant. Frat boy culture is the popular thing for the Niners. It's just gross. Trey won't say anything negative either, which is respectful. Yeah, frat boy culture. As someone who's in a fraternity, I yeah, that's what it is. And it's not, it's not cool. They just treat Trey like a f- pledge while George Kittle's the social chair. Mike Drops with Monsa says, that Cabo trip was Debo, Ayuk, and Trey. Not sure anyone else was there. Oh, there you go. Good to know. Um, Ooh, Bang Bang says, at 20-ish years old, all you want is approval from those above you. It's gotta be hard to believe in yourself when the one person you want to believe in you doesn't. Okay, let's read that again because that was really well said and he paid me $10. Bang Bang says, at 20-ish years old, remember being 20, I'm 35, remember 20, all you want is the approval from those above you. It's gotta be hard to believe in yourself when the one person you want to believe in you doesn't. Kyle Shanahan made that trade. It must have felt very great for Trey Lance. You know what it felt better? Fucking playing him his rookie year instead of bringing Jimmy back and hedging his fucking bets. That would have felt great. That would have pumped Trey Lance full of confidence. But right at the beginning, he eroded at it. He cut away at it. Brought back Jimmy. Year two. Okay, we're really done with Jimmy this time. We believe in Trey. What happens? Jimmy's coming back. Oh, wow. What a great backup to have. Boom. Cuts away at his confidence again. Inconsistent messaging. Year three, you don't even get to fucking compete for the starting job. Sorry. Because this guy was good for two months and played with Christian McCaffrey. Don't even get to compete. No explanation. Yeah, it must be tough. And again, Trey didn't sign here, didn't want to be here, didn't ask to be here. Was recruited. Recruited to come here. Kyle could have picked anyone. Could have had Justin Fields, Mac Jones. Traded up. Vetted him. And made this guy feel special. And then gave up on him immediately. And, And Trey's like, And then today, throws one pass that Kyle clearly wanted him to throw up the seam to Elijah Mitchell, who's not a good receiver. Drake Jackson breaks it up. Trey spins around like, is that what you wanted? Was that not good? And Kyle just looks away. Steve Wilks wouldn't have done that. Steve Wilks is a head coach too. Monsa says, is Mike Shanahan going to make his comeback with number five? No. Mike needs to go home. It's like, no one knows who he is. The players are like. I'm over it. Cut Trey. Best for everyone. They won't. They won't. Listening to what the NFL says about Sam D. Then coming back to Ninerland is wild. The league really wants Sam to play Brock too. I know it's... Uh, <laughs> shut up, coach. Yeah, like, if the Niners start Sam D- Darnold week one, do you understand how happy the Steelers are going to be? That's best case scenario for the Steelers. You think the Steelers are reading reports today that Sam Darnold looked like Aaron Rodgers and taking that seriously, they're like, oh, oh, there's actually a real chance that Sam Darnold could start week one. Good. That's the best news we've heard today. All right, last thing I want to talk about, and I'll end it. So I think Kyle Shanahan has a really weird relationship with quarterbacks. Comes on strong early, makes them feel good, and then really, really cuts them down. Makes them question everything about themselves. And that brings us to Brock Purdy. So right now, Brock Purdy saved Kyle Shanahan's butt last year. Season was going down the drains because Kyle couldn't keep any of his quarterbacks healthy. And then this third string, Mr. Irrelevant, comes in and plays well enough for the team to go to the NFC Championship to, 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 to extend the win streak they already were on. The way Purdy did it, though, he didn't play like Jimmy, who had become a robot under Kyle Shanahan. He played like a quarterback. He made his own decisions. He made his own plays. He extended plays. He didn't always do exactly what Kyle told him to do, and it worked. Kyle's going to make sure that Brock doesn't do that anymore. Kyle's going to coach that out of Brock's game. Kyle's been really nice to Brock so far is what I'm sensing. Thank you for saving my season. The honeymoon is great. It's so nice to meet you. We've been on a few dates. Love you, Brock. But as soon as Brock starts freelancing this year and abandoning plays that Kyle drew up, Kyle's going to be really hard on Brock. Brock's going to start to feel like there's nothing he can do that's good enough because that's what happened to Jimmy. If you remember, Jimmy Garoppolo came to the Niners, didn't know the offense, got thrust onto the field due to injury and just winged it. Made plays, scrambled around, played the best football of his career, got a Mega contract that made him the highest paid player in the league. Came back the next year and Kyle turned him into a robot. A freaking robot. He was way worse. You're thinking, man, Jimmy's going to be way better this year because now he knows the offense. No, now he's micromanaged by Kyle Shanahan. And to Jimmy's credit, he did let it affect his play, but it didn't like affect his psyche. It seemed like he didn't give a damn and could sort of take it in stride. He was older than Trey. He was... You know, he'd had the seal of approval from Bill Belichick. He seemed like he had a little bit more experience, maturity, natural uh, self-esteem. Maybe not natural self-esteem, but acquired self-esteem in New England. Never let Kyle Shanahan's negativity get to him or ruin him. But let's see what Brock Purdy does. Brock Purdy didn't get drafted by Bill Belichick in the second round. He hasn't. He wasn't uh, labeled the heir apparent to the greatest quarterback ever like Jimmy was. Brock's just Mr. Irrelevant, who had a great couple of months and then tours UCL and now what is he? He's a guy who's indebted to Kyle. He plays a certain way, and when Kyle says play differently, stay in the pocket and do what I say so I can take all the credit because when you scramble around then you get the credit. It's not when you scramble around, Brock, all of a sudden my offense becomes your offense. And that's not okay. It's not about how many points we score. It's about who gets credit while scoring the amount of points that we score. And I would rather score 24 points a game doing it my way than 30 points a game doing it your way, pal. So guess what? Stand still. Get the ball out of your hands. That's what I'm expecting from Brock. And I don't think it's going to be good. I think Kyle Shanahan, I think Brock's best stretch will be this last stretch we saw this year. And he's going to get steadily worse, not because of him, but because Kyle Shanahan is a micromanager. And what Brock's going to feel is once he pushes back, he's going to get the Trey Lance treatment. If he ever pushes back, Sam Darnold time. And that's what Kyle does. He makes it real clear to his quarterbacks that they're really replaceable. It's not your offense, it's my offense. And if you don't do exactly what I freaking say, I'll find someone else who does. Brandon Allen will do it. And he'll have a, a, a line of guys down the street of mediocre to bad quarterbacks who are dying to do whatever the hell it is he says. But if you want a great quarterback, usually they do what they want to do. Does Patrick Mahomes stand in the pocket and say, oh my God, I'm not allowed to move. I'm not allowed to do a damn thing unless Andy Reid told me to do it. Or does he just do what he wants to do? And does Andy Reid say, thank God I have that guy on my freaking team? I don't think Kyle would ever say, thank God. He didn't want Patrick Mahomes. Literally didn't want him, didn't scout him. So, Brock, you know that little flair for the creative that you got? It's gone. Kyle's going to coach it out of you. And all you people, all you people who are really excited about Brock, watch. Kyle's going to do it to him, too. He's going to do to Brock what he did to Jimmy. And eventually, in a few years, Brock will be the next dude in the club of quarterbacks that don't have nice things to say about Kyle. That's my prediction. So, hope I'm wrong about that and that Brock Purdy has a really fruitful career. Ink Talk TV says, my thing about Brock and the Purdy people, sounds like a band, LOL. The Purdy people is that nobody's afraid of him. No team is like, dang, we got to play Brock. I'm going to start saying that, though. Dang. Yeah, you're right. Fire the Great says, plot to his Brandon Allen to to win us a Super Bowl and get a huge contract. Purdy and trade gets traded, and Kyle gets all the credit for developing a 30-year-old. Yeah, and Kyle's dream. Will Jimmy be good without Kyle? I think so. That'll be very interesting. Niners game plan for the Raiders in two weeks. Game plan for practice? Practice. Hard. Stack days. Last Second Sports says, hey, can you keep it down a bit? I can hear you upstairs. Hey! I'm doing a show! This dude, dude lives with me for one day. That was fun. I'm done. That was it. No, I'm not done. One more thing I want to say. So I mentioned at the beginning. I almost forgot. This quarterback competition is not the biggest story at camp. It's a joke. And this is this is how Kyle Shanahan trolls us. He doesn't like the media. He thinks we're a bunch of low-hanging fruit pickers. And this is the low-hanging fruit. You guys all talk about a, a backup quarterback competition. Focus on these three players who aren't going to play this year. Brock's going to play all 17 games. I'm a genius. He's great. Blah, 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 Fine. We fell for it. What he doesn't want us to talk about is Nick Bosa. I'm assuming that Nick Bosa's contract extension will happen at some point in the next few hours or tomorrow morning. If it doesn't, big deal. Last year, Debo Samuel, his extension process dragged into the offseason a little bit. He hold out, held out. But they had him on the field for the first day in pads, and they felt like that was a win. They felt like, you know, who really cares about those first four practices, whatever. As long as he's there in pads, fine. Although that was wrong because Debo was not in shape last year. And Anyway, Bosa isn't Debo. Bosa usually is in impeccable shape no matter what. Although football shape isn't the same as, wait, room shape. We all know. And... Bosa does have a history of soft tissue injuries. I mean, let's not gloss over the fact that he pulled his, what, uh, core muscle in college and st- torn his ACL twice, but the core muscle was a big one. So what kind of risk is he in if he only has half an off season? And how long is this going to drag out? Like, why is it taking so long? If it doesn't happen tonight or tomorrow, why? Do the Niners not have enough money Can they not afford him? Are they lowballing him? Would they trade him? Maybe they're not lowballing him. Maybe he'll sign tonight. Again, if he doesn't, are they lowballing him? Because you know Parag Marate, his whole thing is winning the negotiation. You don't negotiate with Nick Bosa. You could try. If you really had stones, you could sit down there across from the defensive player of the year and say, Yeah, man, you're great. But you tore your ACL in twenty twenty. And you tore your core muscle in twenty eighteen. And you tore your other ACL in twenty sixteen. And you have some injury concerns. And so we're gonna dock your pay. Yeah, I mean you could try. I just don't think it's gonna go well. I don't think I think Nick Bosa would sit out forever before he let the Niners beat him on anything. Um, because he's already has generational wealth and he knows that he'll get the money from some team eventually. So I think he, the Niners have zero leverage. They like to have the upper hand. They have no hand. Not the upper hand, not the... They have no hand. All the hands belong to Nick Bosa in the scenario. And I wonder how Parag Marate is going to handle that. Like, just give him the money or trade him. Those are your options. Ask him what he wants and give it to him or trade him. i trade him. Great player. But you're going to have to give him quarterback money and he doesn't throw a football or catch a football. He plays defense. So that's what I would do. Although I don't expect, I th- I'm reasonably certain the Niners aren't going to trade Nick Bosa. So that means you're going to have to give him what, what he wants. So what are you waiting for? that's what i love like the fact that this is taking so long implies that there's a negotiation going on when it's like i bet you they just sent something to nick bosa and he looked at it and he was like no and just never got back to him no i don't know what happened but I'd, I'd like to think that's what happened him and his agent were like no let's just not respond they'll look at the picture no i hope he does that hey we got your offer no thanks no do you have a counteroffer? No, we'll just keep waiting for you to up it because you know we'll, we we know you'll get there eventually. Keep trying. This is the story. Is Bosa gonna be there tomorrow? He better freaking be. If not, what does that mean for the 49ers Super Bowl chances? Hey, if Nick Bosa holds out for the entire offseason, is Kyle Shanahan gonna like put him in the doghouse and make it and say that Drake Jackson's better than him? Say, hey, I'll, Drake Jackson might be the next uh Drake Jackson could be the next Alden Smith. Nick Bosa, yeah, he's a good guy. I really like him. He's he seems healthy. Is that gonna happen? I hope so. I hope so. Michael McCann says, Jimmy, these Jimmy, these freaking plays suck Jimmy Garoppolo. Hold on. Jimmy, these effing plays suck G. will be Brady 2.0 under McDaniel's offense. Lance will be public Lance will publicly request a trade, and Kyle will finally face some scrutiny. I don't think any of those things will happen, unfortunately. I would like all three of those things to happen. I don't think any of those things will happen. Anoop says, can't believe this BS is happening to my beloved childhood Niners. Does this this look like a winning Super Bowl, like a Super Bowl winning training camp? York's punishing fans for 25 years. It's not funny. It's not funny. Thanks, Anoop. The Niners are the Cowboys. People just, they just don't get as much negative press because they're on the West Coast. Hypothetically, what would a Bosa trade yield? Aha! Aha! At least two first-round picks, maybe three. All the stuff the Niners give up for Trey Lance, maybe get that back. Who would be worth more in a trade right now? Nick Bosa or Kyle Shanahan? Trade them together for all the first-round picks in the world. Think what you could do with all the first round picks in the world. That's a lot. That's a lot. Jimmy plus Devontae Adams equals wins. Not a Jimmy fan, but true. Wave nine. What about Jimmy without a defense? Quick, name four players on the Raiders defense. Last year, the Raiders defense ranked 28th out of 32 teams how many Raiders players can I name on their defense one is Max Crosby who is a um a very good player <laughs> uh they still have Chandler Jones that's news to me he's washed um they have Marcus Peters news to me he's washed um Duke Shelley never heard of him Divine Diablo never heard of him Robert Splaine, never heard of him. Bilal Nichols, never heard of him. Jerry Tillery, never heard of him. Marcus Epps, Nate Hobbs, who's on this team? Raiders are going to suck. Big time. That's the show. Thanks for watching. I'm exhausted. I'm not that exhausted, but I smell bad. But you can't smell me, but it's terrible. So I should take a shower. And I'm I'm sweaty. You can see it. I always feel like I have this little sheen on my face because I'm greasy. Some people put on lotion. I just have, I make natural. I think I'm gonna spin it like that. It's natural lotion. You you know like how girls have those little things that they put on their face to like take off makeup. I can just put that on my face to take off sweat and just pfft, it's nasty. Picture that. When you're eating dinner tonight, thank you very much, everyone. I really appreciate your support. I'll be back tomorrow for the first day in pads and Brock Purdy's return and Christian McCaffrey's return, and it'll be fun. Have a good night.